Welcome back to Sean and Trey's LinkedIn Rewind. A podcast where we rewind on our favourite LinkedIn post of the week. Uh, awesome. So what are we talking about today, Shreya? I think today we're talking about, we thought we'd take like a different route this week <laughs> and we talk about um, just, you know, like who can use LinkedIn. Yeah. Because um, just coming from where like the kind of work that we do we deal with a lot of professionals and Mm -hmm. you know people who come from very specific industries but it's mostly just you know like people um, in say like finance or real estate or Mm e-learning but I feel like um, LinkedIn is not restricted to simply like industry professionals and it can be used by a lot of other kind of people and uh, maybe like freelancers and stuff as well and there are different ways that they can use um, LinkedIn so I thought that we should like go through a few posts that we found interesting and from people who don't belong to say like specific industries and discuss them and see yeah cool when I before I worked at this job I thought LinkedIn was strictly a recruitment um, thing like I thought you could only get a job from it I didn't realize that you could post and I'm diving into it a bit further and understanding what it actually was it is such a broad spectrum of things but I think it still does have that label to it if you didn't know that already yeah I agree I think I same like exactly what Sean said Uh, I came to realize that after I started working here that LinkedIn has a lot more potential Mm. in terms of being used as a marketing tool rather than just being used as a recruitment tool because that's pretty much what I saw it as yeah yeah exactly it's it's that sort of social media where you can get those organic leads that organic marketing through yeah, just being yeah, a human, yeah. being a person we yeah. all like to connect with each other and that's literally what LinkedIn is for but there's such a way to do it that anyone can almost join on board and so we'll just dive into that a little bit more with a few examples but yeah yep. so let's see the first post that we have here so this is this post is uh, from Carol, Caroline Caroline, Jack sorry Sorry, excuse my pronunciation. <laughs> it's it's a Thursday afternoon. We had a long day. Um, so it says, "Jack of all trades um, is something you need um, to be if you are a business owner. At least till you can afford to contract or pay experts in the areas you're not a master of. This can be hard and a slog, especially on the twentieth of each month if you're not." If you're not a bean counter by trade, I must admit my way to face these jobs is head on. Get them done and out of the way so I can do what I love to do. Pick up a camera. And she is a portrait photographer and event manager. Mm. And I think she does a bunch of other stuff as well. Yeah, so... I picked this one because it wasn't what I would consider a typical um, LinkedIn user in terms yeah, of... Yeah, definitely not. I always, you know, need to pull myself back and remind myself that it's not just these, like, you know, biz- it's, yeah. you know business. She's, well, it is business, but, you know, she's a photographer. And I think that that's really important because I think that there is a really strong... Um, 
place for this kind of work on LinkedIn. I mean, yeah. I don't know whether she's I don't know whether she's a freelancer, but it just prompted me to think that. I mean, if you put it, I mean, we both know we're videographer and photographer. <laughs> so I think if I knew that LinkedIn was a platform where if I put myself out there to these people, I could get jobs back yeah. in the day, yeah. I think I would have used it to my benefit. Agreed, mm -hmm. agreed. Um, I never thought that I could like use LinkedIn for. Um, sort of like sharing what I do with my photography work to be honest uh, I've always used platforms like Instagram because I always thought that they were better that this is this is a really uh, this is a really good example of how you can sort of share something that's close to you and also sort of put your work out there in mm. case people are not aware of what you do yeah. without explicitly telling them that I'm a photographer and I yeah. take photos yeah um, my mum's an artist and one of the things when you're an artist is it's hard to find people to do your commissions for yeah. and I mean there's that whole thing of like your, the worth of your painting doesn't go up until you actually yeah. can't paint anymore and so it's hard to be able to find um, clients and I was talking to her after I made a LinkedIn just going through all the people that you can connect with and be very specific yeah. about who you are connecting with and I thought if she could link up with a bunch of interior designers, hotels that need you know regular painting Painting yeah, and just spaces yeah. and events that needed that kind of thing. If she was constantly putting out there that she's doing this new painting this week and yeah. she had those kind of connections, that could be something where she could possibly turn this sort of hobby into a job full time and just, you know, just yeah, do that for the yeah, rest of Yeah, that's her life. absolutely right. Like, yeah. I 100% agree with that. I think this, again, like your mum's example and like Caroline's exam example, they're, they're great ways to sort of like put yourself out there, connect with people who you wouldn't normally connect with mm. and the fact that you know she is also into events I'm pretty sure like the way the algorithm works and LinkedIn could sort of like show her post to people who are generally interested in that kind of stuff mm. and or give her the kind to, of reach yeah. she needs as well or to people that didn't know that they needed that needed that yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah. yeah I think this is a pretty great example of like photographers people from the creative industries mm. especially because yeah, like, f even for both of us, we've never really thought about it, to be honest. Not on LinkedIn. No, yeah. You always hear about sort of creating your own website, but then how do you get your network from there? Yeah. LinkedIn is a networking agency, and I don't know about you, but I remember growing up, it was always like, you want to get into film, you need to build a network. How am I going to... I don't know yeah. anyone doing yeah. that. I don't know yeah. anyone it's who's the same, on like... Literally, like, yeah. for me, even, like, being back in New Zealand and trying to build a network, especially, like, into, like as a photographer, it's it, it was... Initially, it was hard because I mean like one why would anyone trust you because they have they don't know you they haven't seen your work and mm -hmm. then I think the fact that not everyone can put themselves out out there yeah sure. which makes it difficult as well so I think uh, for me initially a lot of it was just um, you know word of mouth mm, yeah definitely and I yeah think, yeah so I think using LinkedIn to be able to have that platform for yourself is really powerful if yeah. you are that sort of yeah. freelancer creative. Yeah. So this is by Natasha McDougal and she, it's it's a pretty cute post. Uh, she's put up a meme and says, why, uh, why yes, I am a bit stressed. Why do you ask? And the caption says, every Oakland hairdresser today. 
um, and there's like a laughing emoji. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, my hair salon's online booking system crashed at 4 p.m. yesterday before the prime minister had even finished speaking. I wonder how many of their regulars gave up and started looking for other salons with space. Still think your industry won't be touched by digital transformation? Um, she's used a great example because this is trending. I mean, like, who hasn't in the past week since the announcement's been made, you know, like had a problem with like booking mm. making bookings with the hairdresser so this is relevant one two it's also very general in terms of she's not just specifically talking about hairdressers but she sort of rounds it up by talking about like you know did you really think that your industry wouldn't be mm, affected yeah, by it? Yeah, and that's such a big topic at the moment. I mean, we always talk about, like, AI and, like, how it affects these, like, how it's going to affect the accountants, but I've done heaps of research into, like, again, what it's going to do for, like, more creative jobs. Yeah. And there are still things that can be replaced, yeah. so we do yeah. have to learn how to adapt. And I Definitely. think that's great that she's got a little bit of social commentary on there without it being too opinionated almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Um, I think she's used a great example as well like in terms of you know like how their booking system crashed by like 4.10 even before the announcement was finished and yeah personally like I can relate to it I'm sure a bunch of other people have been able to as well yeah definitely she's got like heaps of comments here and people like interacting and sort of like sharing the experiences yeah and what we say when we are doing our um, discoveries because a lot of people ask us because we obviously write content for the next well you write content for the next <laughs> three months and people are always sort of questioning what if something popped up in my life that I wanted to be able to talk about and go for it right like that's yeah. what you've always gone by as yeah well definitely as, yeah. definitely I think um Again, a great example of like how you know she's talking about like industries being transformed by the digital space and just we spoke to a client today who shared a similar experience how he was not very big on video calls for meetings because yeah. they relied heavily on being able to interact with their clients face to face. But then once once they did switch make a switch to Zoom, he said that it's been great for them. Like yeah. he, they love the team loves doing it. They still carried the same kind of like customer experience, but yeah. It's just become a lot easier. It was just about adapting, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Do you know what I find so funny and when we were doing that session I remember like watching Back to the Future and like in the, in the like the second Back to the Future, they've got like the big video yeah, screen yeah, up on yeah. the wall and they're talking to him and it's like this crazy phenomenon. And now it's literally like a part of everyday life. Literally, where, like, yeah, screens. yeah. Like yeah. I think, especially within the last year, the digital industry. I mean, every industry has been transformed and has had to adapt to sort of going digital. Mm -hmm. And I think people have been. I don't think people initially would have been very open to the idea, but it's come to the point now where I don't think we can sort of see our lives any other way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's almost like that you either jump on board or you get left behind. I think about back when like cell phones sort of, sort of became like a regular thing for everyone to have. Yeah. And like, I'm using my family as an example today, but my grandma decided that she was going to learn everything that she needed to know about having a cell phone. Oh, that's my so grandpa, cute. on the other hand, decided not to. And now like they have like all these little problems where she can't get a hold of him in this new yeah. everyday age and it's kind of just like you know he could have adapted if he wanted to yeah. and sped up but I mean it's yeah. got its own benefits as well but yeah. I think yeah. especially at the rate that it's growing now it's important to be able to I adapt. Agree. Yeah. I agree I think especially for say like uh 
small company like ours, mm. like I don't think we would have been able to do a lot of the work that we do if we hadn't sort of shifted to the digital space, right? Mm. Like both yeah. of us were hired during the lockdown, which is yeah. weird to even think of. We didn't meet each other in person until like a month in or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, cool. So yeah, exactly. So a great example of social commentary and being able yeah. to um, comment on current affairs and yeah. current events. So this is Hashimuddin Badruddin. And he said, uh, he's got a photo of his son holding a skateboard, and he said, this is Izzy, my second son. He has mild autism but goes to mainstream school. Because of his condition, the other children at school make fun of him. He gets affected by it and even cries about being bullied. A few months ago, he told me that he wanted to try skateboarding. I was reluctant, but I decided to let him try it. Skateboarding has lifted his confidence and self-esteem. He's now met other skateboarders and made, and made new friends. In Izzy's own words, skateboarders don't laugh at you when you fall. They encourage each other to do better. Um, don't be like Izzy's classmates at school. Be like the skateboarders. Have a great weekend. And what's really nice about this is, I mean, he's a doctor, he's a medical doctor, but this has nothing to do with yeah. work, you know, nothing to do yeah. with work at all. Um, and, yeah, this is really, like, what we like to touch on, which is a great personal yeah. story um, that really builds your brand. Because now, I mean, if someone wanted to go and have a checkup, they'd know something about him. Yeah. They'd feel comfortable yeah. and have that relatability. Yeah, I agree. Like, it says a lot about the person posting mm. uh, because it sort of gives an insight into their thought process, their personality. And I mean, like just by reading this, you can tell that he's very, one, I'm pretty sure he's extremely passionate about kids mm. with uh, certain kind of disabilities. Yeah. And um, also he's extremely passionate about the issue of bullying. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to go see him, you'd be, you know, you'd know that, this is someone that I can trust if I'm in sort of like a tricky or like mm. a sensitive situa situation. Yeah, that's very true. And someone that um, is willing to open up themselves. I mean, we all have those like doctor's experiences where we're like, oh my God, how am I going to yeah, explain yeah. what's going on here? So this one's by Jason Spiller. Um, he's founder and managing director at Arsonist. Um, and a does a bunch of other things as well. Basically and what's happened is they've they're celebrating the twentieth anniversary alongside the video oh, game Halo. Halo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I picked this one because it was it's a, sort of similar to the current events one that we did before, but it's more of like a celebration within or um, a current event within their own business. Yeah. And I think that what's really cool is I think giving yourself a little bit of praise and letting people know what you know these big achievements that's really great on LinkedIn I think that you should allow yourself to be able to do that without you know going through like a big I mean they haven't written out a big um you know thank you or a big long yeah. this is what we did but they've posted like a nice photo of their team so that we can understand you know the team dynamic and yeah, yeah I know, agree that uh, really cool yeah. like purple sign video game sort of yeah sort of vibe I think the pictures like descriptive uh, descriptive enough in terms of you know letting people know what it's about and uh, the con like the copy just adds to it um, it's a great way to I think share sort of like small updates about a company you don't need to make you know like they haven't made a big deal about it but it is a big deal kind of for them but the way they've shared it is really nice and I think it's also a lot to do with um, how especially now uh, companies are sort of trending more towards uh, uh, I think 
talking about like a com community spirit within their teams mm. and this uh, post is I think a great example of that yeah for sure I mean when you look at our team what we're trying to do now is build each person's individual personality yeah. come together as a team and put yeah. it out there because it's the same sort of thing right if you can yeah. see the team behind the machine then it makes it more personal <laughs> yeah. again which yeah. I think that's what we're really touching on today yeah. with LinkedIn being something for everyone yeah, yeah. I agree like it's I mean yes it's relevant to the work that he does but also it's very personal to him as well it's like a personal accomplishment for him and his team and the fact that he shared that he's felt like comfortable enough to share that on mm. LinkedIn which usually would not be considered a platform for sharing such things yeah yeah I mean we've talked about it in the past two episodes how it's yeah. starting to evolve a bit more into yeah. that um, social media platform and so feeling comfortable to be able to post this sort of thing is actually a good thing to yeah. continue on that um, idea of making it um, yeah. you know not like a Facebook but a bit more like a news, <laughs> news feed news if you will feed, yeah, yeah I agree yeah. a little bit like Instagram but more professional yeah 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 yeah, yeah. great post mm. So it's a picture of Drew. Drew Knowles from Drew Influential Knowles. You. Um, the, he's from Influential Ecology. And um, he's talking about the idea of naivety. And the post says, embrace your na naivety. Learn, how, learn to throw yourself on the so sword of your own naivety. And why not? It's a matter of practice and comes from lifelong learning of figuring, out, figuring yourself out. It comes from understanding that not everything about you works and you don't have to know everything or have it all figured out. It's important to take the time to learn and accept that what doesn't work about you isn't bad and it's powerful to discover where you might be thinking and acting in a naive way. You can allow yourself to be naive and it can be a beautiful thing if you're willing, if you're willing to. Most people struggle with embracing their own naivety as if it will make them seem less competent or successful. However, in my view, the opposite is often true. When you recognize that your acting, speaking and thinking are naive, you think that you know what you're doing, but maybe you don't. It opens the door to the opportunity you seek, uh, opportunity for you to seek help and knowledge that you may not have. This can help you progress in life so much faster than pretending that you have it all together and knowing what you're doing. Where in life might you be naive and need to throw yourself on the sword of your own naivety? These are my favorite kind of posts, personally, just because, I mean, I think I said it before in the last um, episode, but I don't want to go on LinkedIn to just, like, scroll through random stuff. Like, yeah. it's not, like, yeah. You want something, something that has, like, some sort of a substance. Yeah, for sure, that yeah. food for thought kind of thing that yeah. we've talked about. And so, yeah, this is just a great one to sort of sum up um, who can use LinkedIn and um, how broadly we can use it. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that he's, although he's talking like the stuff that he's talking about in this post is pretty heavy. Um, and I think you'd need to be sort of in touch with yourself to a certain extent to be able to understand what he's saying. Mm -hmm. But it's a great post nonetheless. It talks about something that's very uh, sensitive, something that's mm -hmm. very personal because they're talking about getting in touch with your naivety. So sort of like questioning yourself and, you know, like this whole idea of self-inquiry, mm -hmm. which, which a lot of us don't really do. Yeah, yeah. And so I guess when it's put out there onto LinkedIn, then it makes, it does give you that food for thought to start to think about that within yourself as well. Definitely. Um, yeah. And yeah, it has gotten like good engagement and people have sort of like shared their... Their, their own ideas of what it means to them. 
and it, I think it's like another, again, like it's a great example in terms of you know talking about something that Drew believes in that Drew, Drew teaches people, but putting it in a simple way as well. Mm, yeah, yeah, and then you can sort of understand his a little bit more about him and his thought process, making him a lot more approachable as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely, I agree. Yeah, I agree. cool. So those were our examples. I think really the moral of this story is that anyone can use LinkedIn. It's sort of hard to differentiate um, how you can use it until all of a sudden you see these examples, I think. And yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's just like sort of uh, taking it back to the last two episodes that we've had. And mm. we've always like in those last two episodes as well, we just kept coming back to the same point, right? Mm -hmm. Like how you need, I mean, LinkedIn isn't just about working professionals or industry professionals like yeah. it can be used by other people and it is being used by other people and it's being used well yeah like there's a lot of people sharing really funny stuff mm. people sharing relevant stuff yeah yeah for sure I think another episode down the line which would be really beneficial is personal branding but just to touch on that for a second something that Stanley told me when I first um, joined the attention seeker and something I've heard him say multiple times in meetings and all that kind of thing is that um, he can build this business up as much as he likes but if he as long as he pours his sort of heart and soul into his personal branding whatever happens with the attention seeker the people are following the attention seeker for, for him, him you know yeah. and so if he ever went off to do a different endeavor it's not like losing this massive business it's hey guys this is my next venture yeah and people will follow him follow because him. they yeah, are I comfortable agree. with him as a person i agree and so you're really never just shooting yourself in the foot yeah. when it comes to that because yeah. Doesn't mean you can continue to grow and bring these people along with you because yeah. they love you for you and want to support your endeavors yeah. rather than. I think it's very yeah. interesting. Like Stanley's sort of persona and image on LinkedIn is also a reflection of what his team is like, and I think that's the reason. Like people that even new clients who come on is the re like that's the reason they kind of like trust us to begin with. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. just right off the bat. Yeah. Otherwise, it's very difficult for people, you know, who are not comfortable talking about themselves to, like, trust anybody. Yeah, for trust sure. Trust someone who they've just met. But we've had, like, some great sessions with clients who've mm -hmm. been completely new and we have known them and they haven't known us. And it's just, like, they felt comfortable enough to talk to us. And that's probably because of the way they see how Stan is and how he's created this, like, the image that he has. Yeah. And it goes back to that whole point of this being the digital world now and we can't meet face-to-face yeah. -face anymore and we can't, you know, as regularly and we can't build those bond, those in-person bonds that are so strong. And so how can you create that reputation online instead? Yeah. And that is being able to use these platforms um, however you yeah. like, you know? Yeah. If you use them the way that is authentic to you, then that is your personal brand. Yeah, agree. It's just being agree. aware of what you're putting out there. Yeah, and this just goes, like, we've come full circle. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, because everything like the posts that we talked about today are exactly a reflection of that so all of these people are sharing these things because they have a personal brand that they've built or, the, or a personal brand that they want to share mm -hmm. and each of the things that they've shared sort of reflect that yeah yeah for sure awesome so I guess we know what we're going to speak about next time <laughs> left on a cliffhanger definitely this has been fun this was how. good it was good to see all of these like different sort of ideas being shared and yeah. talked about yeah for sure and also very relevant to like issues not even issues it's just very of the time yeah yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's how yeah definitely how we change and grow yeah definitely yeah. definitely yeah. i agree awesome 
Great. So I think we'll be seeing you next week then. Yeah, next week. We'll see you next week. That's our third one done. Good job, Shreya. <laughs> Good job, Shreya. <Sean. laughs> We're getting better at this. <laughs>